The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Timons Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You're saying the recommendation from your was from your national security. I told them to shoot it down. On oh, Wednesday. On Wednesday. But the recommendation. They said to me, let's wait till the safest place to do it. The balloon story continues on. We will uh, have more on that later. They're currently trying to get it out of the water. It's, what, like 45 feet underwater, and they're trying to pull it out of there, and then they're going to take it apart and try to get some idea of what China got out of that trip. Did they, uh, are we going to be able to figure all that out? Did they have some sort of self-destruct mechanism, or who knows what? And will they ever tell us? I don't know. Uh, But more on that coming up in a little bit. I think this story is just freaking fascinating all the way across. But so there's the president there. So he'd known about it for days. One of the big questions to me is, were they ever going to tell us about this if it hadn't been outed by people on the ground who said, you know, or calling up TV stations saying, hey, there's a giant something or other in the sky. You have any idea what that is? Were they just going to let the balloon from China cross the United States and then leave without shooting it down? If there hadn't been public pressure, would it have been shot down or would it have been able wow. to just head on back? And clearly, Blinken was going to continue on to his trip to Beijing and, right. and, you know, not bring it up or bring it up or who knows. Right. He canceled it after the public found out about the balloon, not when he found out about the balloon, because they'd known about it for days. So, yeah, all those questions need to be answered. Anyway, the president sounding very, very old there, which factors into these poll numbers, which are out from the Washington Post ABC, which they featured yesterday on ABC this week. And some of the numbers are absolutely amazing. I'll start here because I think they're just incredible. More than 60% Americans say they would be dissatisfied or angry if Biden were reelected. More than I said, s- you're kidding me. More than 60% would be dissatisfied or angry if Biden were reelected. And almost as high a number about Trump if he were elected. So you got about 60% of America who will be 
dissatisfied or angry if either one of those guys is elected president? Whatever. I continue to come across statements in the mainstream media. It's it's a truism that, of course, Biden is going to run again. His approval numbers are good. Uh, you know, he's just looking strong. He's accomplished this and that. Yes, he's old. There is some concern about his age, but uh, he is clearly running again. I still call bull squad on that. You think he's senile seeming. Now, give it a year. Come on. He, there's no way he gets elected. And the Democrats know it. Oh, and do, well, do they have a loser in Kamala Harris? More on that to come. But that's, <laughs> yeah. That chatter is more and more open. Well, that's an argument for why he does run and why they do yeah. let him run is because the vice president isn't an option and then things get really messy fast. But anyway, back to these. Yes, the president's a senile old husk. But look at his second in command. She's a complete loser. Go come with the now. husk. Re-elect the husk is going to be his campaign slogan. But damn, that damn near two-thirds of Americans would be angry if he got re-elected. Gee, money. This number's amazing to me. Has this ever happened in our nation's history? Maybe LBJ, but I don't even know. If Among Democrats and Democrat-leading independents. So these are people who do vote Democrat or are likely to. 58% say they, would, they want someone other than Biden as their nominee in 2024. When has nearly 60% of a party wanted to get rid of their guy that already proved he could get elected president? Yeah, let's try somebody different. When does that ever happen? He got the most votes anybody's ever gotten in the history of the world for to be running for president of the United States and, uh, and 60% saying, yeah, let's try somebody different. And similar numbers, by the way, for Trump. And it, well, not quite as high. It's it's closer to fifty fifty for Trump. But mm-hmm. so uh, he got the second most votes of anybody who's ever run for president, and he got fifty percent of Republicans who say, "Yeah, let's try somebody different." Of course, yeah. to get the nomination, you only need like what twenty five percent of Republicans to want you to be the nominee, state by state, depending on how many people are in the race. Exactly, it depends on the size of the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all my all my favorite pundits doesn't mean they're right, but they all think Biden Trump is the most likely thing we end up with. That's pretty hilarious if these numbers are accurate when most of the country doesn't want that. Well, indeed, if those numbers you gave us are accurate, it could be the great moment when America comes back together and unites on how the hell did this happen? Can we prevent this in the future somehow? I mean, start with never mind the politics of either one of them or the ups and downs, the personality quirks, the senility, the the never ending sturm and drong with uh, Trump. Put all of that aside. They're both going to be 80-year-olds or might as well be 80-years-old. Not 70, folks. 80. Right. Yeah, I I do think it gets left out of the conversation a lot how old Trump is because he's he's a lot older, too. And he looks it. When you see him now, he's not. He he still wears his age very, very well, but he's older. Anyway, this is the number that got the most attention over the weekend and a hypothetical matchup between Biden and Trump, which it could be the race. 48 registered voters say they would favor Trump. 45% say Biden. 48-45 Trump. Which be it would be a win of many millions of votes. About 9 and I 10... I suspect that's within the margin of error, but uh, nonetheless. It is within the margin of error, but yeah. Um, uh, if you're a Trump hater, you don't want it to be within the margin of error. About 9 in 10 Democrats back Biden. About 9 in 10 Republicans back Trump. Among independents, it's 50-41 Trump over Biden. 
which is not within the margin of error. Wow. Among independents, Trump wow. is up 50-41 over Biden. I find that a little bit surprising, but, you know, it is what it is. I'll accept it. Do you? Do, well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of complications. Every time Biden's on television, I think most normal people think, that guy shouldn't be president of the United States. Not now. Never mind seven years from now, six years from now, in the middle or toward the end of his second term. It's impossible that it would happen. Oh, and and the one thing that's utterly clear, and we can get into how weak Kamala is, like you don't know that already, but some of the writing about it is pretty funny. Um, but it's it's accepted as virtually unavoidable that if Biden does run, the conversation about, look, the guy's older than than somebody from the Old Testament who's like 700. He's as old as Methuselah. He's old as the hills. So who's the vice president is critically important. And the answer to that question can't be Kamala Harris from the Democrats' point of view. But anyway, back to a couple of numbers that, uh, well, they haven't confused me, but they're, they're something put side to side. You pointed out that something like 60% of Democrats don't want Biden to run, but he's got 90% support. Yeah, if he's the nominee, right. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? On either well, side. Well, if you're Democrat, you vote Democrat, even if you think the candidate is, I don't know, a senile old husk. Well, if one of them has to be uh, the president, you're probably going to vote for the your party, probably. Yeah. Um, a couple other numbers, and then we'll move on. The poll finds 28% approve of Biden's handling of the border. 28. He's now in the 20s in terms of handling of the border. My caveat on that one is how important an issue is it to people that that I don't know, because um, you can have a very low approval rating among uh, with an issue. People aren't paying that much attention to. I'm not not sure how much it dings you. This issue right. does matter. Forty one percent of Americans say they are worse off financially since Biden became president. Forty one percent. That's the highest number since the Washington Post ABC started polling this almost 40 years ago. Highest number ever in the 40 years they've been asking that question. So that, wow. that hurts when you're running. This is going to be one hell of an interesting election. Good God. I have no idea, and neither do you, how it's going to play out. Especially when you have stuff like the balloon flight and the war in Ukraine and the economy is so weird. Who knows what the issues are going to be come election day. Yeah, there's a lot of time that's going to pass between now and then, and I just the the idea of Biden Trump I just find so discouraging. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, people aren't like not, this. This system needs to be torn down. Let's start again. Again, sixty some percent of people would be dissatisfied or angry if the, either of those two are the nominee. That's hilarious. Anger. You're angry about it. Oh, that pisses me off. We need to go Dr. Frankenstein on James Madison's bones or something. Wake him up again. Hey, say, Jimmy, sorry to wake you up there, brother, but uh, we're going to take another hack at this whole United States thing. Ugh. Those are some amazing but Biden numbers. won't run. Biden will not run. I, I, I need action on that proposition. Huh, I, will, I, might, okay. I might be willing to bet on that. I would bet an amount of money so high my wife would be angry at me for weeks that it will not be Biden-Harris. Uh, of course, I might have to give odds on that because, I mean... I wouldn't take that bet. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't take that bet. But I would bet that Biden is uh, runs. I think he will run. 
I think he's going to announce it soon. No. Joe, you don't have to do this. Many questions around the whole balloon thing. Maybe the biggest question for me is still, well, the two big questions, why didn't you shoot it down earlier? And then the other one, what was China trying to accomplish? What were they up to? Was it just to embarrass us? Are there hawks maneuvering outside of Xi's power that wanted to blow up that meeting? That's a fascinating notion, and a number of people brought that up over the weekend. Because it's happened before uh, with different presidents. Wow, I would think that'd be kind of dangerous when you're talking about Xi Jinping, but we can talk about that when the time comes. Plus, the the stuff I promised about Kamala Harris being utterly unacceptable. Her support is uh, in the low single digits. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. I probably made a horrible parenting move last night by allowing my kids to watch the Grammys. So definitely talk about that. Well, you know, you couldn't, you shouldn't expect to be able to watch television at 745 in the evening on a major network. Why should I think you could turn that on with a couple of kids? Good God! Henry was actually twerking around the living room. Dad, no, you, did you see that no. guy dancing? He was doing this. Oh, don't oh, do that, Lord. son. Don't oh. do that. Certainly don't do it in tight, leather, bright red leather plastic pants with super oh. high heels. Dude, you got to get that boy to a Baptist church quickly. <laughs> it's the only hope for him. Anyway, more on the way. Stay with us. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. of things about the Grammys. Adele and Sam Harris both gained a lot of their weight back. Uh, just a lesson for all of us. Wow, that's your lead, okay? <laughs> just, Sam Harris particularly, well, Sam Harris particularly had it on display. You remember, he was kind of a heavy set guy. He won a whole bunch of Grammys, then got sued by Tom Petty and all that sort of stuff as a fat guy, then lost a ton of weight. 
now is pretty plump, and then last night was dancing in a cage in a red plastic outfit with a devil tail and high heels and grinding up against oh. the cage bars in a way that, well, executive producer Hanson said that's when he turned it off. Not in my house. Kids, let's go do something else. And I probably should have turned it off. It's a little early in the evening on the West Coast, 8 o'clock at night, for kids to be seeing that. And the chicks were wearing thongs. I mean, oh, I know I come off as an old man, on. but... No, that's porn. Get it off my screen. And I was thinking, you know, when I was their age, Anne Murray was getting a Grammy. I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was just a different era. <laughs> you know, maybe that was too wholesome, but you don't need somebody in a thong grinding up against the bars of a cage. Anyway. Well, and I made the mistake of actually listening to some of the talking, uh, which uh, is a mistake I'll not make again. But number one, I I tune in right toward the beginning. Number one thing that greets my eyes and ears, Trevor Noah. He's not funny. He's not charming. He's not entertaining. He's not clever. He seems like a nice enough fella. I don't want bad things to happen to him, but I don't ever want to watch him. I don't do anything. And the New York Times even said, "Man, man, does he suck. You know, one thing I do I really like about the Grammys, and this has pretty much always been true, is how enthusiastic all the artists are for each other. I mean, they were all just cheering like crazy and dancing around like crazy for all the other people. Like Lizzo and Adele were talking about how they were hanging out and really becoming friends and cheering when other people won in categories they were nominated. And, you know, a bunch of musicians, they're not, you know, in competition with each other, uh, Harry Styles got up there and won Best Album, and I thought it was great that he went up there. And he said, there, there's no such thing as best music. I mean, you can't judge music that way. And, uh, you know, that's a good thing to say, even though you just won. Um, because it is ridiculous. The idea of this hip-hop album is better than that country album. By what metric would you possibly come up with that? Yeah. I mean, it's just I know. It's crazy. hilarious. Well, and speaking of Harry Styles, there is so much glee over gender bending. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. every single moment was, you know, uh, transgender this, lesbian that, uh, non-binary the other. I mean, just constant. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the Daily Wire. Literally a tribute to Satan. Viewers slam demonic performance of the Grammys. Yeah, my, my uh, son, who goes <laughs> to a Christian private school, said, Dad, they've got... <laughs> They apparently are devil worshiping on the Grammys. I think they've got a satanic ritual going uh, ritual going on over here. If you want to come see this, and that's pretty much what it looked like. And it, the the whole look how shocking we are. That's what I've hated, and I hated that even when I was young. I get it. You're shocking. I'm too crazy sexy, or I'm being all crazy anti-religious. All right, whatever. Good for you. You're such a rebel. Whoop de doo. Yeah. Madonna unrecognizable at Grammys is the headline in the New York Post. <laughs> she looked I don't I don't what is she doing with her head? I think she's got like a little thing like he got on a tire to pump it up with air. She's got a little yeah. valve on the back of her neck and she hooks it up to the Botox machine in the morning and she pumps it up like a tire and then her face gets really big and then she waddles out there and she pulled her skirt up at one point and said something about being sexy. It's like grandma stop don't be a 65 year old sex pot it's disgusting my kids my kids went ew when she did that honey don't pour grandma any more wine well she keeps asking for it tell her no i thought the eight minute uh jay-z thing that they did at the end they saved for after the awards it was they went out on the street uh the arena and did it live and it was i thought that was freaking awesome i don't want i want to watch that again later uh being hailed by many as one of the 
uh, greatest performances in Grammy history. It was really, really something. But um, my kids enjoyed it. They enjoyed the music. I skipped the speeches. Who freaking wants to watch that? And I don't want to get a lecture Mm. from anybody. Taylor Swift just dancing around like crazy to all the other people. You know, you should. When you got $500 million, you should be happy for everyone else. I don't really need you grinding your nether regions in my face and high definition for my children at 8 o'clock at night. But Are we talking to uh, Taylor Swift specifically? No, or no, just no, no. Ne- the other nether people. regions in general. No, Taylor doesn't do that. She's much a T-Swizzle much classier than that. Yeah, it's a, it's a paragon of virtue. The New York Times with not a flattering uh, article about Kamala Harris, among things we'll talk about later in the program. Yeah, plus compare and contrast different cities' approaches to the bums and junkies problem. And the results they're having. Hey, if you ever miss an hour of this show, you can grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian premium cocktails on demand. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I forgot to mention the meme that was going around last night and today about how miserable Ben Affleck looked at the Grammys, and somebody in the producer booth must have decided it would be funny (laughs) to keep putting the camera on him. He looked like anybody who's ever been at their spouse's work function. That's what it looked like. Wow. like, oh my God, how long is this thing? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's hilarious. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, huh. it is. It really is. So a couple of things to zoom through. Oh, more balloon talk coming up. This this is a moment of reckoning, I think, for at least the Biden administration. Just, it's terrible the way this thing was handled. But we'll get to that in a moment or two. Mm. Um, and for the military as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm troubled by the whole thing. There, there's no way it's not a bad look on the world stage. Having to blame a particular party or whatever, you know, that's a different conversation. But there's no way that's a good look on the world stage. That China sent that balloon clear across the country. 
Well, I, I think it showed way, way, way more about us than it showed about China. Sure, of course. Well, I didn't learn anything about China. So they float below. They got a thousand different ways they try to spy on us. But how we responded? Hmm. Uh, again, we'll talk about that next segment. Uh, a quick, uh, just let me, how do you, let's put a pin in that. Yeah, let's put a pin in this and very, circle back. Very, very good use of the hip phrase. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. We've always we've talked about and joked about these hipster business phrases that come and go, and they're in the title of the most popular business book and the rest of it. I finally met a couple of people who are like in that crowd, and to actually hear them using those phrases and the way they present the world, it's really interesting. It's like meeting somebody from a foreign land. Anyway, uh, so uh, put a pin in this one. Aurora, Colorado, and Denver, Colorado. Aurora is, you know, I could name check a couple of different big, more conservative suburbs outside of a liberal city, but that's what Aurora is essentially. And so you've got Denver, for instance, purchasing two hotels recently, $30 million to house 300 people. I'll let you do that math. It's uh, gasp worthy. And this point in uh, a newsletter called Colorado Peak Politics is that they are essentially, in many cities, repeating the mistakes of the 20th century in that they're building ghettos. They're building big, multifamily public housing complexes of the very sort that ended up having to be torn down. I remember famously in Chicago, there was an infamous, I think it was two buildings, it might have been three, big high-rises called Cabrini Green. That were the 1960s vision of all the poor families, the folks on drugs, the people without jobs, prospects, they don't go to school, whatever. Um, Some are innocent people, some make bad choices, whatever. We're going to put them all in these giant apartment complexes that became this just festering center of drugs and violence and rape and and God knows what Mm. else. And they ended up literally tearing them down in spite of their costs, which in modern dollars were probably billions of dollars. So that's what Denver is doing. And Denver, while saying, you know, we're we're encouraging people to get help for their drug addictions and their mental health issues and that sort of thing. uh, But it's housing first. We're going to put everybody up who who wants a place and the taxpayers will pay for it. Meanwhile, in Aurora, they're saying, look, you want help? You got to deal with your drug addiction first. You got to deal with your mental health problems. Uh, it's a much, much more tough love approach, um, and and it should be interesting to see this unfold because it's a great contrast, pretty right. much side by side. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Aurora City Council member Dustin Zvonek, who wants to see increased mental health and addiction treatment for homeless individuals in the metro area, says it's a model he sees recognizes that the biggest optical. St- obstacle standing between people and stability is not acquiring housing but the challenges of chronic drug use and untreated illnesses like schizophrenia and manic depression which are admittedly tough to deal with so anyway again we'll put a pin in that one i like this this got zero 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 attention in the national media the governor of idaho brad little won a lawsuit against an illegal encampment outside the capitol and made a statement saying we've sent a clear message idaho does not tolerate illegal public encampments and destruction of public property we are not portland a good little shot yeah i'd say 
A, decision, a judge's decision uh, last month granted the governor's motion to dismiss a lawsuit filed by by activists. There was this big tent city that sprung up in the uh, the shadow of the state capitol in Boise. Uh, the encampments had eventually led to an increased need for police action because of reports of hypodermic needles, bags containing human feces and urine, soiled clothes, vomit-covered tents. Why do you have rotting. a Why do you have a bag of feces and urine? Who's bagging it? Well, because you got reason? no, tur- no turlet, I guess. So you put so it in you a just bag. Poo, you poo in a bag. All right. Wow. Uh, let's see. Vomit-covered tents, which, again, covered? Uh, rotting food, abandoned property, violence, drug abuse, and distribution, garbage, and fire hazards. Uh, you could have said we're not San Francisco either, uh, Governor Little, because there are open-air, hard drug markets in the streets of San Francisco run by El Salvadoran uh, gangs and cartels. Uh, let's see. It just looked like heck, said the uh, governor. Easy with the strong language there, sir. No need for that in a family newspaper. Looks like <laughs> heck. Uh, and he blamed activists for riling people up to stay parked on state property. Uh, but they were there. They were harassing state employees and legislators when they went by. And we don't just have that in Idaho. But activists got these people, some of them with not much in the way of means, ginned up to stay there, even though there were other places they could stay. Which is, uh, that's it's funny, that's one of the first leaders I've ever heard point that out. This is a lot of activists and activist attorneys telling these people to stay. You have the right to stay. You should stay. They're abusing you. They're wrong. And so you get people all fired up about breaking the law. And in his public statement, finally, Little maintained that Idaho is not Portland, L.A., San Francisco, or Seattle, where public officials have engaged in failed experiments to permit and encourage unsafe and destructive public camping. Amen to that. Why are people moving like crazy to Idaho? There's one of the reasons. I do want to talk more about the balloon, and we'll do that next segment. The uh, the capture has been, uh, for the past uh, 18 hours, Ben Affleck looks like every husband who's been drugged to a work function for his wife <laughs> and not hiding it. Uh, the Grammys is worth watching right now, if only for the cuts to Ben Affleck, looking like an awkward dad who drew the short stick for taking his daughter and friends to a concert of an artist he's never heard of. <laughs> ben Affleck is absolutely texting his group chat full of guys named Fitz, Little Fitz, Barfo, stuff like, can't talk at work with Jen. Yeah, all right. Um, Channeling Ben Affleck when bo- <laughs> channeling Ben Affleck when boss calls for a late Friday meeting. Ben Affleck is so consistent in his misery. I almost have to admire it. One person <laughs> sticking with I the miser- sticking with the miserable face for three solid hours. Got to make it clear to everyone: I am not digging this. That is funny. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck looks like he's thinking about the best sandwich he ever ate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that'd be a cheerier look. That's funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, it happens to everyone, apparently. Yeah, so many unanswered questions around the balloon. Man, I couldn't have been more into this story all weekend long. we got the questions for you. Maybe you've got the answers. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple 
pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the worst world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. Earlier today, an American fighter jet shot down a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon that had been spotting crossing the United States, officially ending history's most complicated gender reveal party. <laughs> and bad news for China, it's a girl. <laughs> I liked that shot at China. Um, yeah, up, up, and away. We were playing that on Friday. My son was singing yesterday, there's totally not a nuclear weapon in my beautiful balloon. (laughs) Wow. Some advanced political parody from the youth. (laughs) Um, this is Representative Mike Turner. He's on the Armed Services Committee. He was on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd yesterday. The Pentagon says that they were able to use some countermeasures that, that blocked or limited the ability of China to extract uh, information from this balloon. Do you buy that? No, and I, I mean, certainly you don't either. The, here, here's the thing that's, that's interesting. The administration says there was nothing for them to gain here. This was quite a risk by China, quite a calculation that they would take a balloon, put it up from, in China, take it across the United States where it's clearly going to be discoverable by us. They clearly had some information that they were trying to garner that they can't garner from space. Yeah, Chuck Todd asking the question makes me think, yeah, he's a little skeptical, too, of the whole, we're, we're able to block their ability to get any information. Were you? Okay. Are you sure? How would you know? How do you even know what you're up against? You don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, that seems very weasley to me. Here's Marco Rubio. Boy, and if, if, well, and if anybody knows weasels, it's Chuck Todd. Here's Marco Rubio, co-chair of the Intelligence Committee. He has all the intelligence, all the intelligence you can get on any of this stuff. He was on ABC This Week. This is what they wanted the world to see, that they could send a balloon at 60,000 feet over U.S. airspace, over military facilities, and that we would be unable to stop it. And then ultimately, when we shoot it down, if we did, they would argue, look how they overreact to a weather balloon, which is obviously not what it is. I'm not willing to go uh, knee-jerk, full force, Biden showed weakness yet until we know more, but I'm certainly leaning that direction. And it's certainly a reasonable question to ask why we didn't shoot it down earlier. And anybody making the... I saw this several times 
uh, like yesterday, it, it it moved more and more toward the politics as we went through the weekend, all the conversations on the cable news channels. Anybody make it? China, clearly the loser in this. You're working way too hard to try to make the politics fit your narrative. There's no oh, way. You're stoned. There's no freaking way whatsoever China was a loser in this. How did it damage them at all? You know, speaking of the decision to shoot it down, et cetera, uh, Michael, play clip number 20, would you? This is the, the uh, keeping in mind that everybody, everybody was talking about this and thinking about this. This may have been one of the most, you know, uh, 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 what would you figure, Jack, would be the percentage of Americans who are aware of this story? Oh, my God. In the last four days. It's got to be like 90%. Right, judging by what happened in your real life, my real life, it was an enormous number. So keeping that in mind, a high level of concern, our openly hostile geopolitical adversary floating a balloon over our homeland in our airspace, here is the speech given by the president. On Wednesday, when I was briefed on the balloon, I ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon as possible. They decided without doing damage to anyone on, on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was as it got over water outside within our within 12 mile limit. It successfully took it down, and I want to compliment our aviators who did it. So you just let it fly all the way across the country because there was a minute chance it could land on somebody? Or why didn't you shoot it down when it was over the Aleutian Islands over in Alaska? Um, right. And what's so? What's the standard? How dangerous does an air vehicle from a an enemy of the United States have to be before you do shoot it down? And how do you well, know, how did you know what was on the damn thing? Exactly, exactly. They didn't know how dangerous it was. All they knew was it was a Chinese a giant Chinese aircraft. And there are conflicting statements even david ignatius of the washington post pointed this out over the weekend conflicting statements from the pentagon like they're not getting any information they couldn't get from a satellite and then at another point in the same briefing saying there are you could take pictures with high def cameras from a balloon at that level would be much better than you just said a few minutes ago they're not getting any intel that they couldn't have gotten from the what Hmm. and flying it wasn't an accident they were flying over missile bases and that sort of thing i'm sure Right. Well, even if it was a happy coincidence, it doesn't matter. You can't let a foreign spy craft float over your country. That, that seems and, so clear to me that just you got to. I mean, if there's a red line, enemies of the United States don't get to fly any vehicles across the United States, period. And just to clarify, in case you're not hip to this, perhaps you were spending your weekend productively and not following the news. It wasn't the balloon that was the size of three buses. Right. The balloon was the size of a hockey stadium. The It was the undercarriage, the equipment it was toting, the very sensitive, advanced observational equipment it was toting that was the size of multiple uh, trucks, buses, what have you. So the question remains, why did China send it? They had to know. I mean, they obviously knew we were going to spot it. Uh, did they want to put us in this position? Did they want to see how it re- we'd react? Um, did they want to blow up the meeting between Blinken and she? There's there's some strategy to this. It's not an accident, the timing of it. There's no way it's an accident. 
Yeah, we, we got an email from a balloon expert who actually is a balloon expert. And, and he said, you know, these things, it, they, they steer purely on where the air currents are. And we can change the elevation and stuff like that to catch not the right air one. currents. But they not this one, according to the Pentagon. The pe- the it China, had limited maneuverability, I thought. China said they had the ability to steer it around. Or, I mean, uh, the Pentagon said they had the ability to steer this around. We've ridden in air balloons before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, you're completely at the whim of the wind. You can go up and down, but you're just going wherever the wind takes you. But this one, according to the Pentagon, you could steer it around. Hmm. Well, what I was going to say is, though, even if it were an innocent weather balloon that just got in the wrong air currents and went down through the Aleutian Islands, our territory, and along the west coast of Canada, then into the U.S. mainland and the rest of it, who? how can you possibly take the word of the Chinese government that it's an innocent air balloon? you got to bring it down. Innocent weather balloon, rather. Well, the Pentagon determined it wasn't an innocent weather balloon right off the bat, which is another argument for you shooting it down. So right. you you weren't hundred percent. You weren't wondering if it was an innocent air balloon, according to your own statement. You knew right away it wasn't. So you just—it's just mind-boggling that this hasn't been drilled down more. And I assume it will be over the next couple of days. So what what sort of vehicle wouldn't you let fly clear across the United States? How much more dangerous seeming would it have to be before you would freaking shoot it down? Well, like I said before, there's a squadron of Chinese bombers now over San Francisco, but we dare not shoot at them because some of the shrapnel might hit somebody on the ground. So we're going to let them execute their their mission, and we'll we'll, uh, send a very strongly worded email to Xi Jinping. Well, the question a lot of people are asking is, it looks like you weren't going to tell us about it. So you're just hoping we wouldn't see it. Blinken was going to go meet with Xi. Was he going to mention it to him? And you were just going to let this balloon fly across the United States and go back to China? So you, uh, the, there was public pressure that, that caused the White House to shoot this down. Wouldn't you agree so with that? Same. Yeah, yeah absolutely, I mean, so, yeah. So they didn't tell us about it until we, the people, saw it. Now, I will absolutely concede that we are both what you might call China hawks, but here's David Sanger in the New York Times, and he works for a liberal publication, snartly, but he's a very smart guy who covers uh, you know international relations. Uh, balloon incident reveals more than spying as competition with China intensifies. There is nothing new about superpowers spying on one another, even from balloons. But for pure gall, there was something different this time. Of course there was. We got pantsed in front of the world. That's an embarrassing look. Uh, who was I listening to yesterday making the argument one of your... Uh, one of your leaders or one of your committees, but what message does this send to the rest of the world that thinks, you know, we got their back? I mean, if you move on Taiwan, how long does it take us to decide whether or not we want to engage, whether we have the guts to engage or what damage it might do if we engage politically or somebody gets hurt on the ground or whatever calculation it is? Now we got to ask the attorneys, the, the Pentagon's attorneys, because they run the country. Let me read this. Uh, it may be months before American intelligence agencies can compare the audacious flight of a Chinese surveillance balloon across the country to other intrusions on America's national security systems to determine how it ranks. After all, there's plenty of competition. There was the theft of the designs of the F-35 about 15 years ago, enabling the Chinese Air Force to develop its own look-alike stealth fighter. There was the case of China's premier hacking team lifting the security clearance files for 22 million Americans from the barely secured computers of the Office of Personnel Management. That combined with 
with stolen medical files from Anthem and travel records from Marriott hotels and presumably helped the Chinese uh, create a detailed blueprint of America's national security infrastructure. But for pure gall, there was something different about the balloon. Not to mention TikTok, which many senators brought up yesterday on the Sunday shows. Yeah, yeah, it's something. It's a bad look. If you miss an hour of this show, we do four of them. Get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.